I've got about ten seconds to tell you how to get two-for-one tickets for top draw comedy nights near you thanks to our friends at the TV channel Dave at absoluteradio.co.uk. Also, I've got to tell you about how you can win prizes while you're there too. I've run out of time, though. Hello, you. Well done. You've downloaded the Frank Skinner podcast. You're really going to like it if you like Frank Skinner, and I'm guessing you do because you've downloaded his podcast. Do you like Ian Lee? Yeah, that crazy guy who used to be on the TV and is really funny. You don't? Hmm, disappointing, because I would like to recommend you go and download his podcast. You might find it funny. I tell you what, why don't you go and give it a try and see if you like it? Yeah? Nice one. Here's Frank Skinner. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Well, this is the first time this has happened. It's the Frank Skinner Show podcast, and it's Gareth Richards talking. But don't worry, Frank Skinner is here. Yes. Why didn't you do us a Saturday morning? Saturday morning. So you, <laughs> so you do it. I'm going to do it again. Saturday morning. Mm. Okay. People think, oh, that, surely that's Gareth doing that. <laughs> that's him doing it. They no talk like this. We've got an email, a lovely email from Andy Robinson. I had a gig with Andy Robinson this week. I don't think it's the same one. Oh, he's from Birmingham, isn't yeah, he, Andy Robinson? Yeah, he said he liked the show. Did you really? Yeah. So he and thinks it's really good. Thanks, Andy. If you just if you set this in yourself, just so you can say that. <laughs> Maybe. I was leaving my, my church. My, I don't own a church, but I go to church on Sunday mornings, Catholic mm. church. And as I was leaving, you know, the priest stands and shake hand, shakes hands outside. Mm. And as I went, he shook my hand and said, oh, he said, I'm loving the absolute show on Saturday morning. He did, oh, wow. He did, yeah. I can, I'm taking that priest as a blessing. Yeah. Show. Well, he's part of the, you know, he's in the priesthood, so he's talking for God. Yeah. So, so God, good, God, God likes good, the show. Yeah. I apparently. think he does. Yeah. Well, that's nice to know he's an early riser as well, the priest. <laughs> Well, I thought you meant God. God. <laughs> I say our God's a very bad sleeper. I imagine he's so lazy. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know about that. Right, read the email. Um, <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh. Um, Andy Robinson says we're all becoming each other this morning. You started <laughs> yeah. going, oh. Gareth thought and, anyway. Um, it says, "May I just say that your midweek podcast has brightened up my midweek." The tortoise breath story made me guffaw out loud. Luckily, I work in a laboratory alone, which means I have kept my dignity intact, regards Andy Robinson. There's a few things here. (laughs) Can one guffaw internally? Right. No, so you know, when he guffaw, says, like, when he says out guffaw out loud, loud, that's a tautology is what you're saying. I think it's a tortoiseology. <laughs> oh. um, He's alone in the lab. He's alone in the lab, yeah. Doesn't the salt monster mash begin like that? <laughs> I, think I was working like... in the lab late one night. Yeah, but I also, I, presumably then, he's a sort of research scientist character. Oh, I like the sound of him. But, I mean, a research, I, you, the idea of a researcher is sitting in there listening to podcasts in the lab <laughs> makes me realise, well, we don't have cure for so many of the major <laughs> illnesses. I mean, you've got to get your priorities right. I see him. I see Andy with a bubbling purple test tube. <laughs> oh, calm down. <laughs> yes, I do as well. And maybe Gareth, a hand with Gareth. some with some hair. Yes. On it. Yes, I think you're right. Um, <laughs> and relax. <laughs> yes, I am. Um, well, it's lovely to hear from him now. I should say, if you, uh, he's referring, we do another podcast. We've just started doing another podcast. Yeah. So this is this goes out on Saturdays and then people listen to it through the week. But we do we release another one on Wednesday morning. So it's a sort of a topper-upper. Mm. Yes. 
um, which uh, I love. And we've 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 exposed all sorts of big news stories on there, like that Gia Cometti um, sculpture that was sold. Mm-hmm. Um, apparently, they got it home, and it it was dropped on the way into the house, and uh, Peter Crouch was in it. <laughs> yeah, like inside of it. Yeah, he was inside, just slumbering. There was two, I, I noticed there was two nostril holes. I didn't think anything of it, but now it was, uh, it was, uh, it was, it was a crouch carrier. Oh God! As it turned out, what? Oh. Uh, so anyway, so we did the show today. Sean Lott was our guest. Oh yeah. Um, Catherine Jenkins came in and sang, <laughs> she didn't. Uh, sang Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> you wouldn't have allowed her in the building. No, she I gives you the creeps. Fright- I find her very frightening. <laughs> so she's an attractive woman, but one imagines that she liaises with Lucifer. <laughs> um, I could be wrong about that, but I, I, I find that I do find her scary. And I don't know what it is. I'm sure she's a lovely person. But if I was That'd in the be... same room as her, I'd be absolutely petrified. That would be a good title for her autobiography, though, Frank. Liaisons with Lucifer. <laughs> By Catherine Jenkins. Yeah, yes. I love it. Yes. So, um, Beautiful face, yes, she, she was in. And, and uh, um, we had, um, she we, had Bill Clinton, we had Bill Clinton on, live on the telephone. We didn't come in. We like, didn't have I, Bill Clinton. I, I massaged his heart a bit back because he had a little bit of an episode. Oh, he's all right now. He's all right. John and, John and Tony Terry came on. John and, John and Tony Terry. Yeah, yeah. They've gone ever so well with them now. They're more in love than ever. But I don't know about you, but that that, that smell of ombre solaire <laughs> is lingering with me. It's on my chest. They were trying to have a nice, quiet holiday, and then their photos were taken. Yeah, so I mean, annoying, I, you know, they, they they probably don't even know that. They won't know until they, you know, yeah. they'll get a, they'll get a text from uh, yeah. from someone. Imagine the anxiety. Oh, people <laughs> taking photos of us, me here with my top off, my beautiful kissing my wife, kids on the end of the sun lounges, like you have them all sat together like a happy family. It's lovely. People taking their photos. They must be fuming. And if the text d- does go, there'll be a mad race for JT's <laughs> phone. Come <laughs> with that girl. Leave it, damn it! Come here. That's what'll happen. Anyway, look, Why is Ashley Cole sending me photos of himself? I wish he'd stop doing that. <laughs> Asher, as I call him. Um, Coley. Um, anyway, look, we can't. But these people have got other things to do other than yeah. just listen to us messing about. Well, actually, they the haven't. They wouldn't be doing this in the first. So yeah. So here cometh the podcast. Absolute radio. Good morning to our regular listeners and any new ones who might have joined us. That's what they say in the Catholic Church. They say good morning to everyone. If there's any non-Catholics in, welcome anyway. They say they don't mean it. <laughs> they say it. This is uh, the Frank Skinner show on Absolute Radio with Emily and Gareth. That's the morning. That was. Gareth, we don't have anything with Emily speaking. No. But, uh, hold on, I think this might be you, is it? <laughs> 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 that's, okay. in, that's in my little milk float that I drive around town. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, I'd love a milk float to drive. They do that's say. That's my dream car, Frank. Well, somewhat. What, a, a, I milk a milk float. float. I love it. A customised milk float. Pink. That's what I want. Will you buy it for me? Thank you. Do you remember that old Les Dawson joke? He said, I remember when I first saw my... You'll know what's coming, though. He said, when I, when I first saw my wife, something electric passed between us. It was a milk float. <laughs> <laughs> it's marvellous. You could use that today in your Valentine's Day banter. I heard that um, Prince Charles... Yeah. He used to uh, he used to go out into London on a milk float with like an armed guard, and Prince Charles would wear a flat cap no, overcoat, muffler. Yeah, yeah, because he wanted to see ordinary people that weren't basically either dancing or giving his girlfriend <laughs> flowers. So he used to sit with like a guard, and they used to drive around. He used to say, "Oh God, look at those funny, 
like people like going to work and stuff. <laughs> What's all that about? He used to say. I can't see him on the milk flow. Going to work. What's all that about? <laughs> <laughs> Prince Charles ah! stand up. I like the sound of that. Yeah. Yeah. So that was. Uh, um, <clears throat> I've hurt my throat now. You see, that's what I've done. I've hurt my throat. Have you both bought Valentine's presents for your girlfriend? Well, we I couldn't possibly answer that. I have oh. bought, I bought one for Gareth's wife. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I, that's something I think best kept quiet. Um, <laughs> I, I've, I'm, not, I'm not prepared to answer. Have you, Gareth, are you not prepared? Is it a, is it, a um, it is a secret, <clears throat> but yes. But Laura sent a card to Absolute. Did she? Yeah, and it was oh. supposed to be, thank She's you. She's having an affair with Absolute <laughs> Radio. She sent no, it to Neil it Francis. Was, <laughs> <laughs> oh. no, it was to me. Oh. Um, but, um, I saw, I... Does I, she not know your home address? <laughs> Are you estranged? <laughs> Are you telling me you're estranged? <laughs> I've been sending text messages on my pay-as-you-go mobile phone to glamour models. Okay. I haven't really. Ooh, I don't know about you. I felt you were taking us on a journey then. I didn't want to go on, but I went with you anyway. That's what trust is all about. <laughs> well, I, um, yes, I, I have a girlfriend, as you, as you may know, who, um... Uh, she's called Kath. People who listen will know that I mention her case. Kath has a habit of um, saying things not quite correctly. Yeah, so she I'm says, familiar with this. Yes, she says, like, you know, old adages and proverbs. But she, like, she once said to me, oh, you know what they say, uh, Jack would eat no sprat. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this week, she was on about something she'd been to. She said, oh, it was, it was like pulling blood. <laughs> <laughs> Which, if you think, would be incredibly difficult, unless, you know, unless it was in canisters of some kind. But my favourite, she was talking about someone she'd spoken to. She said, so I said to him, you know, and like she'd confronted someone about something. She said, you should have seen him. He was like a fish in headlights. <laughs> <laughs> and she's not joking as well. That's what I don't understand about it. I'm just trying to s- explain, what, you know, the nature of our love. And also, we, I walked into work with her this week, and... Um, she looked proper cold. She always wears a scarf. She wasn't wearing a scarf. It was a freezing cold morning. Mm. I said, why aren't you wearing a scarf? Have you lost it? She said, no. She said, I've got these um, spots on my neck. I'm trying to freeze them out. <laughs> that's not... That's not medically possible, <laughs> is it? Uh, unless it's like verrucas. I don't know. You freeze them you with liquid ver- nitrogen, don't Can you? Can you get verrucas on your neck? Besides, it wasn't... Oh, this it is wasn't. a nice Valentine's <laughs> t- topic. Yes. Um, I don't... Th- yes, also, it wasn't so cold as, like, liquid nitrogen cold. <laughs> no, I mean, I imagine the so. walk to work to liquid <laughs> nitrogen. It'd be like the beginning of a uh, Uriah Heap gig. Those of you who remember Uriah Heap, I think you should be tuning into Absolute Classic Rock. You're on the wrong thing if you're waiting for... London! <laughs> <laughs> Which is... Uh, that's my impression of Absolute Classic Rock never heard it absolute radio <laughs> um okay so that was uh, so we were talking about uh, valentine's day oh yeah things and uh, i've got a little quiz for you boys actually oh yeah well apparently they did a survey and six out of ten british men hardly know anything i mean in terms of vital information about their partners right so i've got a couple of key questions that i'd like to put to you both to see how well you fare i should say aldo zilli the chef who's a friend of the show did this quiz in the paper and he (laughs) said his girlfriend was a size 28 dress size (laughs) so i hope you both do better than that okay I suppose if you live with a chef, though, that's, that's always a temptation, <laughs> isn't it? You're going to think, oh, I'll have, oh, I'll have a bit more of that. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I've seen Aldo Zilli's wife, and she's quite... Silly. Oh, she's very svelte. Oh, he's silly, silly. Aldo silly, silly. silly, that's what I call him. 
Oh, Aldo's got a he's got a cafe around the corner which we often go to after the show. Mm. Yeah, so, we do. Yeah. He's our mate. Yeah, but um, I shouldn't think he's his wife's mate this morning. <laughs> Size twenty eight. <laughs> no, ask me anything. I know whatever, address, phone okay. number, whatever you want. Name, <laughs> not address. Yeah, with surname. Well, I think we should have given your wife the quiz as she has to send you your Valentine's <laughs> to your work address. <laughs> no, she was doing it as a surprise, but when I was packing up the pram, she would left an envelope. Packing in it. up the pram? Are you a rag and bone man on the side? <laughs> <laughs> I, they're not paying him enough for absolute. I do a little bit of rag and bone work. <laughs> We're going to start calling um, it absolute. Yeah. Absolute. Okay, yeah. don't put off the inevitable. I'm going to mm. ask you the questions okay. now. Yeah, Frank Skinner, yes. could you please tell me Kathy Mason's bra size? Oh. That's a bit personal, isn't it? I want the, the information. Yes, it's very personal information. I don't think we should have to <laughs> give that sort of thing. No, okay, 32E. Oh. Okay. That's stop, that stop the clocks. <laughs> All over Britain blokes going... <laughs> No wonder he's always laughing, eh? No wonder he's always laughing. They're saying to each other. I don't think we should ask Laura's now, because then it will just become some oh, horrible well, well done. Come my girlfriend okay. gets the... the... Um, we'll, do well, the Laura... thing is, is that Laura's Laura baby... Dre- Laura dress size, please. And it please. fluctuates. Um, Laura it fluctuates. Um, dress size, 10. Oh. Kath's dress size? Um... I'm going to go low. <gasps> I find oh! going low is the... Uh, oh, I'd man. say eight. Oh, oh. I'd go six for Kath, but there you go. Oh, well, now you've seen what you've done. You've trumped me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm walking and she'll go, eight! Go uh, Favourite perfume for Kath? No, she doesn't... She never, ever wears perfume. Ever. That's not what she told John Terry. Um, oh. OK, Gary. When I first met her, she used to smell of old houses. <laughs> old um, houses? Yeah, well, she was... a. Uh, she was a, a vegan and she only ate vegetables and rice and if you do that eventually you start to smell and you remember derelict houses you know places you used to get to lose your virginity in the 70s <laughs> what just me um, well those houses smelled that, that musty damp smell yeah, no, that's, of rotting that's, masonry that's what she smelled like <laughs> that's um that's Calvin Klein obsession Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought it was uh, Jean-Paul Gaultier's Old Houses. <laughs> <laughs> what would that be? Maison de Old. Um, old, okay. yeah, it's old in French. Go on, give us another one. Okay, um, shoe size. Oh. I'd say uh, five and a half. I'm going to go half sizes. Oh. That's, how, that's how bold I've got. Yeah, four, Gareth? four or five. Four, four or five? Four or five. What, one on five. one and one on the other? Five. <laughs> is there a club? Is there a club involved? <laughs> You're telling me there's a club? <laughs> the, one finally... shoe, the one shoe she has to get on prescription. <laughs> <laughs> it's a little bit built up, but nothing. That's all right, yeah. You wouldn't notice. You cannot, it's so built up, you can only drive at 30 miles an hour when you go past it. <laughs> and I'd also like to know natural hair colour, please. Um, I'd say um, brunette, if that's a colour. Okay. Gareth? Um... Yeah, sort of um, brownie, uh, ready, ready brownie, natural. Have you met? Have you met your wife? <laughs> <laughs> Was it? Did you just need a passport? Is that is that what happened? Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Our guest this morning is Sean Locke. Oh, I like him. He's, yeah, he's good. Oh, mm. He's funny. Mm, he's Don't worry good. about that. Um. Frank, we've had a text in, which I want to read out, mm. which is to do with, you know your girlfriend mixing up her proverbs? Yes. 
Well, someone else, Simon Taylor, says his best friend has a similar problem with his girlfriend. She often mixes up proverbs. And one day she'd had enough and she turned around to him and said, Stop winding me up like that. You're like that boy who shouted fox. (laughs) (laughs) I like the sound of her. I'm loving it. (laughs) They should meet. Yeah. So we we thought, see what we thought we'd do? We thought we'd have a kind of a Valentine's weekend sort of phone-in-y thing. And uh, do you remember they used to, used to be able to get those things that says love is and then dot, dot, dot. And mm. it used to say what love is. It used to have very sweet things like love is like sharing a bag of chips together and stuff and like that. And it was that. two little mm. sort of semi-naked cartoon characters. Yes, I never liked that yeah. element of it. <laughs> <laughs> One had a slightly 70s Lego man hairdo. I remember I was on uh, this morning once and they sprung it on me and they said, uh, so for you, Frank, what? If you had to complete a lovies, what hmm. would you be? What would yours be? And I said, uh, lovies, the only four-letter word I don't use during sex. <gasps> and do you oh, know... How did that go down oh, it didn't go. It didn't go that well. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was... I think it might have been Anna and Nick at the time. <laughs> did Anna and Nick ever do this morning? Rings a bell. Remember Anna Nick? Remember yeah, Anna yeah. Diamond? Yeah. Enormous great horse behind she had. <laughs> I once walked down a corridor behind Frank. her. And... Um, Yes. You could lure her in with sugar lumps. I try, I, Frank, you've got to apologise. Um, if you're listening, now, she won't be listening. Well, she should be opening a supermarket this time of a Saturday morning. With a crowbar. She'll, she'll, <laughs> Frank! Sorry, OK. I, I love... Look, I used to really fancy Anne Diamond. Before she's sitting she at home into crying into a Jaffa cake <laughs> She now. is not. She's sitting at home. She's probably still asleep. Leave those Jaffa cakes off, alone. Obviously. Frank! She's just got the nose bag on for breakfast. <laughs> If you're listening, Anne. <laughs> okay. What was, the, what, was, what was the question? Oh, yeah. So, so love is, yeah. yeah. love is. So, uh, we thought we'd ask you, and I know it's quite a tricky one, but we've got some quite clever, clever, clever. We've got some quite clever um, listeners, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, and so, what do you think? What, love is, dot, dot, dot. What, where would you complete it? Um, keep it relatively, you know. I mean, it has to be stuff we can read out. Nothing involving a hypno. <laughs> and no swearing. But um, have a go, and if not, we'll give you an easier phoning, like they have on, you know, Capital or something, where we'll say things like, what's the third day of the week? Mm. I mean, come on, make an effort. Maybe, maybe we should have, like, different levels of phoning for different, like, sets. You know how you have sets at school? So you have top set, and then so like a oh, like streams. Like that. We and didn't have that at Ask. A remedial. <laughs> there was one one small room that we sat in. They with had our seventy-two gas children in the class in his school. Yeah, we did. Yeah, some of them we just didn't even know. They just came in for shelter. <laughs> but uh, they used to smell of old houses as well, probably because they lived in them. Okay. Yes. Well, we should. Uh, Frank Skinner's school days. A novel yes. by Beryl Bainbridge. That would be. That would be. Uh, <laughs> That would be good, Frank. I might do a little excerpt from that every week. Okay. You're um, holding a sheet of paper, Gary. Yeah, I've got an email. Um, oh. An email? Yeah. You've got a hard copy of an email. Yeah. <laughs> That's what you've got. A hard copy. Hard copy. Um, I, I love Emily. Um, yeah, so but I'll read the email. email. Yeah, <laughs> um, Emily, I love Emily and her voice. Aww. Will Emily, this is from Liz. You see, I love Emily, but not her voice. Oh, be quiet. <laughs> okay, carry on. Um, lots of men usually say for, um, text in and say they like Emily's voice, but this is from a lady. Oh, okay. Which is fine. Nowadays. Yeah, you know, live and let live, <laughs> I say. Will Emily take me under her wing and teach me how to be single and fabulous in Aww. hopes of finding a new man? Please, 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 please a lot of pleases. 
She does five pleases at a time with the first please having a capital plea, P, and then she's repeated it. Okay. Well, Liz, I like the sound of you. Mm. A, a capital plea? Isn't that what Ronnie Bing had? <laughs> <laughs> and she, she wants Emily to take her under her bingo wings. Yeah. <laughs> she has well, there'll be plenty of shelter. There'll be plenty of shelter under... How dare she? you? It would be your bingo wings. <gasps> if I brought up the bingo wings. Oh, OK, oh, no. Liz... I think you sound quite fabulous anyway. You don't really need me to tell you how to be single and fabulous, but you don't you don't need to worry about getting a man, Liz. What you need to do Listen to the bitterness in that. <laughs> can you just allow me she's to crying. speak to she's Liz? She's crying as she speaks. <laughs> crying because I have to be with you in here. Okay, so Liz, what you have to do is treat yourself like an exclusive nightclub or restaurant. So like you're the Ivy Liz, that's what you're like. And you're only mm. going to let a very certain type of clientele in. Yeah, they have to be on the list. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You don't want riffraff who are gonna spill drinks and no one, make... no one in trainers. No, exactly. And that's how you have to do it. And you hold out for the A-list. That's what you do, Liz. Mm. So good luck. You deserve the best. Should she have a special section cornered off for, like, a VIP area? Well, Absolutely. Oh. <laughs> well, she's going to have to purchase a velvet rope. <laughs> Absolute radio. We've had a text from Samantha. Um, she says, Love is not having to remind my boyfriend for the millionth time that I support Arsenal, not Man United. He's American and didn't realise there was more than one team in England. <laughs> <laughs> How would it work if there was only one team? Uh, well, that's basically what it's been like for Man United for a very long time. Love is an anagram of vole, which I really like. That is true. I like, I like it when they get a bit romantic with yeah. it. Um, Neil from Wilt says, Love is the only word Hallmark CEO has for the 14th of Feb. Wake up, the lot of you. Oh. And that's the way it is. Hallmark. He's, suge he's suggesting that, um, that the CEO of Hallmark loves 14th of Feb because he's invented it to uh, take people's money. Oh, I see. That's what he's suggesting. I do. I, I did think that yesterday when I was... Uh, I, I went past a shop where there were many, many sort of Valentine's thing, and I thought, oh, we're being had here. Mm. I thought that. But I don't... You know, who cares? What else are we going to spend it on? That's this week's phone, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, food, some might say, but um, who cares what they think? The greedy devils. Yeah, I. Uh, you, you all right? You look a bit. You look a bit fatigued. Uh, we've had a bit of a week this week, as oh, we, we with our little my our little boy Ethan. He hasn't been sleeping very well. Anyway, this is the darker side of love, ladies and <laughs> gentlemen. The screaming child. This is the. This is the, the I can't think of the See, word. that's it. You, you've, you've He's got, had no sleep. I can't cope with no sleep. Um, basically, he didn't sleep. On, I think Thursday night, Wednesday night, I think Wednesday night we had the worst night we've had so far with our little bundle of joy, Ethan. He's waking up very early in the morning. Oh, yeah. How early? At, at like, 3 o'clock, several times. That's not even the morning, really. The, no. so that's the night still. Yeah. And, um... Is, do you not... I always thought they should have baby alarms with a mute mm. button. Right. <laughs> so you just press their button and... and that's it, yeah. Shut the door. We don't have to shut the door. Um, is there a door? No, I I think that uh, is, aren't you supposed to? If you wait, get them up when they cry, mm. then they'll be spoiled for the rest of their life and think every time they cry that people will do something for yeah, them. Yeah. So basically, like we've we've I think we've spoiled him already. Oh, you spoiled him. You have to do controlled crying. Don't yeah. You? No, that's not. We haven't done that. So he's oh, ruined. ruined. We've ruined now. Him. We've we've you know what do you do? There's no reset button. So who There's gets no a way you can't undo. No, can't get a new one. 
<laughs> oh, I'm stuck with it now. Okay. You've ruined it. You could take the voice box out. <laughs> oh, <laughs> no, maybe that. not. How do you... I think you can do that. Mm. I don't know. Someone will, someone will send in an email explaining. Tim Booth, apparently, the was the lead mm. singer with James. Somebody sent that in. You ask anything on him. Somebody out there knows. Oh, they've all got answers. Yeah. Mm. There's so, probably, a, you know, a, a good way of stopping babies from crying, which are nice. You know, the old whiskey on the dummy kind of yeah. thing. Well, Emily's mum, when she, she, she suggested alcohol. Tells you a lot about my childhood. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she suggested the Pieces. same to me for moving house. The problems of moving house. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think it's just a, it's a bit of a cure all. She's like one of yeah. these people that <laughs> used to go around <laughs> selling snake oil. <laughs> she suggested that when I said I can't really live with myself. So she suggested <laughs> alcohol. Yeah. We're a showbiz family. That's how we deal with things. What's wrong with you people? That's Honestly. Uh, so who gets up when Ethan Well, Laura cries? usually gets up, but the thing is, she does it. Uh, you know as much as um but then when she gets to the end of her tether then oh she you don't keep her on a tether <laughs> it's, it's oh what well, does she wander off yeah she wanders off otherwise. I, should, I should say that garrett's wife is 81 <laughs> <laughs> um she looks good for it though yeah she does um and but then when she's had enough and she's angry and doesn't know what to do she wakes me up which is about you know that she should How have come another... you haven't woken up if the baby's I screaming just, the I house just through it all I can just sleep through everything. But I'm Ooh. so... The thing is also, when I'm asleep, I can... So Laura explained to me, right, you need to get up, you need to give him his cup, his cup's on the side, don't don't cuddle him, just sit him up in the thing, and... Um, Brilliant but, uh, domestic drama, that was. <laughs> are you... That's like like he said, it was like it. <laughs> boom, 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 boom. Are you... Uh, and she says, can you hear me? And I can go, yeah, yeah. And go, you awake? Are you listening to this? Are you taking this in? Yeah, yeah. And I can go, yes, while being asleep. Well, I've noticed that on the show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, and it's bad. So I went in, and I, she told me the cup was somewhere, but I couldn't find the cup. He was screaming and screaming. I couldn't find the cup. I said, where's the cup? She said, it's on the nappy bin. I told you where it was. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, oh, she doesn't talk like that, does she? She does well, at, at that four time in the morning. morning. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Nightmare. So I, I, I'm, you know, I'm going to, con- like, I, when I cry... Often it's not from seeing, you know, the plight of people in terrible parts of the world where things are happening. It's usually self-pity okay. and being overtired. Well, I think a man's got to be a specialist. <laughs> yeah. And I cried that night. You I, cried as I, well. I, I cried. So did Ethan get up to get your bottle? <laughs> <laughs> he did not. You actually physically cried. I cried myself back to sleep. Did you like, people that can actually do finished. that? They cry. Like, oh, yeah. you cried yourself. Yeah, to Laura sleep. said, "Oh, I'll feed him. I'll feed him." So, because that's what he wants. He wants and you to were... be fed. And so I'm like, I'm in the bed next to her. But she was so angry. We talked about it in the morning. But I said I cried last night, and she said, "Yeah, I know. I was just so angry. I couldn't." So she knew you were crying she next to her. She let you cry. See, I let. If I ever cry, I let Kath. No, I, I, I do. I do dog <laughs> cry. <laughs> 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 and then they know, you see, that's the secret. Have you considered holding up a series of sheep in front of your child when he can't sleep? We've tried everything. Uh, I wonder if anyone's actually ever tried counting sheep. I can't believe... Oh, I do it all the time. Do you? I do genuinely count sheep. You don't. I do. It does work. You, you can't count, work. You yes. actually count sheep. Yeah. I imagine them jumping over a little fence. Mm. It does work, honestly. It can't work or shepherds would always be asleep. <laughs> like, how many sheep have I got? No, I think they wear, they, wear, um, they wear blindfolds when they need to be especially alert. Absolute Radio. I'm going away. 
I'm going to be locked away. What? What's, 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 what's happening? Are you ill? What's happening? Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm going away. I'm not going to be with you anymore. <laughs> so, yeah. But I shall send another. He's yes. going. He's going to the Meadows <laughs> Clinic in Arizona. Well, it's, I'm not going there again. <laughs> um, I know. I am. Um, I'm doing a TV show this week called The Bobble. Oh. When it's on Friday oh. night, but the idea is you have to be locked away for four days, away from the news, so that then when they get you on the TV show. Um, they can ask you about the week's news and they can make some things up and you have to guess which is a real news story and which is a family oh. news story. Oh, it's very oh. clever. Mm. So, so no mobile phone or anything? No mobile phone, no internet, no television, nothing. And we're just, there's three of us. There's uh, me and there's uh, Victoria Corrin. Do you know her? Oh, yeah, she's a journalist. Yeah, she, and she, she's, she's an expert at... Uh, Poker. I don't think I'll do that. But um, <laughs> see how I led you. I led you. I led you perfectly. And um, and the American comedian uh, Reginald uh, Reginald D Hunter, or as I call him Reginald. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> That's the only reason you're doing this show. So you just said Reginald D Hunter. Do not that give me an opportunity. I rarely have. Yes. <laughs> so the three of us are in this house um, somewhere. We don't know where. Secret location. And um, and that's it. So that that's so I'm going to spend mm. it with. I don't. I know Victoria a bit, um, but I don't. I don't know Reginald at all. So you know, we might not even get on. Do you all share that. a bed, like Goldilocks and the Three Bears? Well, we'll just we'll see how it goes. <laughs> I don't want to. Uh, I don't think there's any bears involved. That would be terrible. But um, you know, it, it's a, it's an interesting experiment. I'll be honest with you. I have. I did the pilot. Oh, okay. But they, you know they do a pilot, like a trial. Yeah, the first one. Yeah. And I did that, and then they put us in a house that was uh, that was me and Miranda Hart and Katie Brand, and they put us in a house that was well, they the two girls claim was haunted, right? I thought they were ghosties. Um, yeah, they said that they had you know they they heard things and felt cold tremors in the night. Mm. So in the end, I stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they're on to me. <laughs> no, but. Uh, yeah, they took it very seriously, the ghost. They said there was an extension built on this place. It was like a big mansion somewhere in, I don't know, Leicestershire or something. Hard to imagine, I know, but they, apparently they do exist. And um, we spoke to the, uh, the cleaner woman who came in, the housekeeper, and she said, oh, she said, I won't go in that end extension. I won't even go in there. She said, after they built that, she said, Martin was in there. Because we didn't know who Martin was, but no. I, we didn't want to. She said, and uh, a man appeared and said, oh, I like what you've done with this. And I thought, what is a, a gay ghost has <laughs> turned up? A, man, a ghost turns up and comments on the extension. Wow. So anyway, um, hopefully they won't send us there again. Yeah. And did they, at the end, did you say, oh, the cleaner told us about the ghost? And they said, oh, there, there hasn't been a cleaner here for 40 years. <laughs> oh, I love he died that. in a horrible accident. <laughs> I love it in films when they go into yeah. the pub and say, does this symbol mean anything to you? And the girl says, oh, that'd be the... Oh, Karen! I think you got work in the cellar again. <laughs> It'll be like that. It'll be like that. I'm playing. Um, I'm playing the uh, the investigating man. Reginald D. Hunter will be the mm. the bar manager. <laughs> the Victoria Corran will play the bewildered. She can be the wench behind the bar. Yeah, it's, it's, we've got it all worked out. Mm. But it, so yeah. So when I'm on the show next week, you'll probably mention things that have happened in the news, and I'll just look at you like you know I'm stupid. <laughs> so bear that in mind. Mm. That's usually my job. <laughs> yeah. Oh no. I love you, Gareth. <laughs> Thank you. Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. Now, apparently there's a new taste 
Mm. Yeah, now I don't quite understand this. Is it is it um Japanese? It's the fifth it's called taste number five. It's called umami. 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 Wait, yeah. a secret door just opened when you said that <laughs> word. Oh. <laughs> it's incredible. Oh yeah. Look at that look at that sofa. They're calling oh, it the scientifically fancy. proven fifth taste. Mm. Oh. Yeah. Scientifically so, proven. So basically no one's ever tasted anything like, like this before. Like this before, exactly. And we're going to taste it now. Okay, we've I got I don't want to taste it first, because Frank, you taste it first, it's scaring me. So fifth oh. taste as in there's bitterness, what are the other tastes? There's tastes already. That's, that's That'd be a good phone, in one what? of the tastes. <laughs> Bad taste. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, so Frank, sweet, it looks sour. There's already the sweet sour. Salty and bitter. So this is going to be neither sweet, sour, salty, nor bitter. No, I'm just putting because some it's on my umami. Finger. Oh, okay. Frank, it looks disgusting. Oh my god! I'm going to go oh, for god. it. Right? Oh. This is. I'll never taste. Oh. This is a new experience for me. Okay. And you get to my age, you don't say that very often. <laughs> What's it like? Um, <laughs> it's like chicken. <laughs> no, it isn't really. I just that's what that's everyone says. I feel I have tasted it before. Oh, okay. Let's have a taste for it. Let me see. It's nice, Sub. It's got that kind of thing that you, when you have sort of oriental food, it basically tastes like Chinese food. <laughs> Can I try it with pano chocolat? That no, might be no, 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 no. You can't try it with pano chocolat. You don't want to mix your fifth taste with your old tastes. Oh. Here we go. Oh, oh, it's a bit anchovic. There is an element of anchovic. Yeah. Oh, oh. What's, where's, the in, where's the ingredients? What are the ingredients? Anchovies, probably. Yeah, there's anchovies. anchovies in it. I'm not sure about that umami, Frank. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm liking the umami. I, I'd happily have it on a, on a. I might put some on my pano chocolat <laughs> and mix the French with the Japanese, as I think the French call the Japanese. Is that right? I'm not sure. Well, that's another phony. <laughs> um, I don't know. You're going to do pronunciation on a text, but you know. Absolute radio. Sean Locke has joined us in the studio. What about that? Go yes, on. that Sean Locke. The famous one off the telly. How are you? Good Very good, thanks, Frank. <laughs> good. <laughs> um, now you're uh, you're about to go off on the on the road. Yeah. No, I mean, let's get all. straight to that. Mm. Um, yeah, yeah. Let's get it out of the way. Yeah. No, it's not a normal stand-up comedy show, is it? It's got it's got it's got a sort of special element, interactive kind of. Oh, it's twenty-first uh, century. Yes. Well, at the start. It did. It was like that. Oh, that's gone, has it? <laughs> no, that's not gone. no, it hasn't gone, but what I've realised is I've had to... You know, there's a reason it works in a certain way, stand-up. And uh, what, I, what I did was I, I had this thing, I called it Locopedia, just only because it rhymed. It's, it's not an information resource. It doesn't actually rhyme, does it? Well, it does with Wikipedia. Not rhyme, scans. OK, yeah. You know what I mean? Sounds a bit like, is what Sounds I mean. a bit like. <laughs> OK, yeah. Yeah. I just rhymes as a catch-all for me. I use it for loads of things. <laughs> <laughs> if okay. I see a dress on my wife, I like that rhymes. <laughs> <laughs> I like I like that. That's a good, because it just suggests yeah. a harmony, generally. Yeah. You were talking about those flavours earlier. Yeah. You know, certain flavours rhyme with each yeah. other. But obviously... That, that Stephen, one didn't. No, actually. Stephen Fry would be uh, obviously tearing his hair out. But, uh, yeah, no, I had this element in it where I thought, I've got this book... Uh, well, basically, I had all these jokes, these strands of Have ideas. Have you ever seen Chickapedia, by the way? No. Chickapedia is I'm like... I'm sure I can imagine. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't need to explain that. <laughs> okay. As soon as you've mentioned... But that actually does coming rhyme. from you... <laughs> <laughs> but it I've does got, rhyme, to, the, their, yes, to their credit. Yes, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but um, uh, the idea was I had all these jokes, these ideas, but I couldn't really put it into a stand-up format. They were, it was the time to take... The effort to take to set them up. You know when you've got, like, a comic idea and it takes too long to set up for its value... Uh, but they were funny little ideas. I thought I'd put them in this book alphabetically, list them. 
and then I play audience battleships at a point in the show. So I'll just go, E24! I go, <whistles> Who's ever in that seat has to give me their name, a letter, and a word beginning with that letter. And that's the difficult bit. That's the really tricky bit. Because what I say is, I'll do some material on that word. And of course I can't. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> 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 I'd be a genius if I could do that. You are a genius. Yeah, but I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I've realised that. I've been. That's, that's very much. But the fun of it is, is it, it gets people involved in the show that would never normally shout out because it's random. Because I sort of select it by this this method, and it it kind of changes. It's it, I, what I do. It I do it at the end of the first half and the end of the second half. Really now, right? So I have the structure stand up, and it's just a way of sort of like churning up the gig a bit. And it's quite interesting. Sometimes you, it shows great confidence that you're going to sell out. As yes, well. yes. Because yes. you could say that, and the but person that's funny, in E20. Oh, there is no actually, like, the audience find that hilarious. Oh, I was great with that. I did. I was in Bromsgrove, and I, it did sell out, but there was people who didn't turn up for whatever reason. Oh yeah, I see babysitters. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> or maybe road accident. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I didn't want to guess there. No, no. I, I was going on there. I, I could always have a light entertainer. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> and that happened, and it was, it was really funny. So, yes, it does, it does, uh, there, is, there is that element to it, but uh, it sort of works. People like the oddness of it, in, in the, fact that, the fact that people get involved who never normally get involved in shows. Yeah. And you get stuff out of them. But what I did was, originally, I had this grand idea that that would be the whole show. Mm. And it just, it was chaos. Chaos reigned. I tried that a couple of times. I did a, I did a sort of mini warm-up tour for small art centres and theatres. I, okay. like, I can't just launch this idea into larger theatres. And um, I, I slowly reduced the Lockerpedia element. But it's still part of the show. Yeah. But it, it doesn't dominate the whole show now because... Uh, you can't do it. <laughs> you can't do it. You can do it, but it take, you need three, four goes before you can do it. Yeah, OK. And, and, and it's quite nice, that sort of element of failing. People aren't used to seeing comedians get up stage and attempt something and fail. And I didn't have any get-out. They get are out. at my kicks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, but I, I didn't have any get-out clauses, but I've sort of created get-out clauses yeah. now. So I fail, but I still get a laugh on the failure. And, um, so and, the idea, let me get this right again, they give you a letter and a word that begins with that letter. So it's about, it's about how tricky the audience want to be. Like, I did one in Colchester, and the someone shouted out P, the letter right. of P. So I go to, I've got a book, yeah. and I've got, under P, I've got loads of jokes okay. associated with, with, with P words. And then he shouts out word with the P, and he said penultimate. So it's, it'd be impossible to do a joke on penultimate, but I sort of extricated something out of it. I salvaged something. It's just about the oddness of the uh, the scenario as well, and the and the strange. It's a bit. It's basically it's to keep me interested. Yeah. So anyway, that's our phoning jokes. <laughs> jokes about the word penultimate. That's what we want. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Absolute Radio. This is Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio with Emily, with Gareth, and most excitingly of all, with Sean Locke. In fact, you've got the ultimate accolade, Sean, in that they're filming this interview as we speak. Really? Not many people get that. Really? That's because no, you're going to go on the website honor. and stuff. Yeah, really? it is. It shows all over you've, it. you've made it. Don't worry oh, about it. He's that. made an effort with his clothes, I see. Mm. I love your jumper. Thank you. Because it's black, and then it's got, in really hard to see places, it's got a, bit, a patch of. Mm. No, other that's, coloured that's wool. Dirt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't well, bring, it, I, I, yeah. I was thinking, oh, Gareth doesn't bring you up pay, the dirt. Pay a premium for that. Yeah, it looks <laughs> sort like of thing. My my dad or my grand would have gone. That's bloody ridiculous. <laughs> 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 what? You buy a jumper? It's already been, pa- been packed. <laughs> <laughs> that 
It's insane. Well, it's, it's like buying ripped jeans. It is. Yeah. I hadn't even noticed it's that. Nice, I, I like it's it. a nice jumper. They are nicely yeah. done. Mm. It looks a bit like you might have thought you were buying a black jumper and then got it home. Yeah, I didn't realise the degree, the degree yeah, that they brought to the, the detail. But, I like um, a surprise element when you're buying a jumper. Yeah. <laughs> there isn't enough for that. What? I'm just, I used to sleep oh, on your house. I used to sleep at your house. Do you remember yes, that? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> yeah. Some sort of lodger well, scenario. <laughs> I was a priest. He was a tramp. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I, in many ways, you saved my life, Father. Oh, so you said, don't call you that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> no, when I, when I was living in Birmingham and coming down to London to do gigs, um, I, I didn't really know anyone in London apart from other comedians I'd mm. met. So Sean used to let me sleep at, at Dalston, wasn't it? Yes, yeah. Was, oh. that the one, was that the flat with the bathroom in the hallway? Um, I never went in the bathroom. I don't yeah. think. They had a bathroom in the hallway. It was a it was a two bedroom <laughs> flat. It wasn't really. It was a one bedroom flat. But they decided to take the bathroom out of the bathroom and put it in the hallway. And it had like this folding door down the side. But yeah, you used to stay yeah, a, a few times. Didn't yeah, you? I remember you took me to the cemetery one day for a bit of a treat. Yes, yeah. Do you remember that? It was it's a, very, a very nice cemetery. <laughs> it's a great cemetery. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know if you were dropping hints. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you sleep here <laughs> forever? <laughs> no, it was a very it was nice... New Newington, Abney Cemetery at the bottom of, uh, bottom of the road, Kazanoff Road. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's a sort of quite a famous cemetery. Can I just say, you're the first guest. We've been on nearly a year. You're the first guest that's plugged the cemetery. <laughs> 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 Who's cemetery. in it? Who's in it that's any good in that no, cemetery? No, it's, it's not like Highgate. It's oh, got okay. many famous... It's got people that's like very Salvation Army Highgate. people in there. Salvation so Army people. A few of those, because I think it started around, uh, around that part of, of, of London. Uh, but it's just got, it's got some very nice Victorian graves. You know, when they really went over the top when a sort of daughter died, they really went for it. Yeah. With angels <laughs> and things. Yeah. And lions and stuff. Um, yeah. Not, not a cheery subject. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a beautiful cemetery. And it's got, a, it has a weird sort of, where's Highgate? It's very well patrolled, very well marshalled. It's got this element surprise nutter. <laughs> you don't know what's quite what's going to happen. It's really overgrown. There's some. Oh, it's like yeah. It's there's a, a bit of there's a bit of uh, uh, off road activity going up one end corner of it. You just don't go up there. You're making it sound like a death theme park. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> Anything could happen. So you're um, you, you've got you're abroad this week. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you asked me if I was doing anything else apart from the tour, and I said, well, I'm doing a corporate in Munich. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. And you thought, obviously, we're not going to talk about that on air, but I'm fascinated. Yes. There'll be people listening who don't know what a corporate is. Yes. Could you define it? It's, it's a private gig for a, a company, usually a company, for the staff of a company, or, or, or often they're having a, uh, a conference. It's a, it's a way they, they had a whole day of uh, business chat and they bring in a cheeky chappy at the end of the That's day. That's it, and then they usually have a disco, don't they, at the yeah. end, and people dance in yeah. suit and tie. I don't stick around for that. No, no, I never stick around for that. No. Not, not now I've got a girlfriend. Yeah, but you... Yeah. <laughs> you have to... <coughs> I, I find that... I quite enjoy them, the odd ones, and I've got quite a lot of material, because you have to write something for, for them, for each well, one. Well, do you get that? They used to send me these lists, and they'd say, oh, Dave in sales once stole a plant from a hotel <laughs> yeah. foyer when he was drunk. Yeah. And you don't even have to do a joke about it. You'd say, he's Dave here from sales. Stay off the plans tonight. You get a stand innovation. <laughs> yes, I know. <laughs> it's like the best thing they've ever heard. I know, yeah. I don't, I don't tend to do that. I remember you get those lists, and basically they describe the presenters. Every single person who works in the company is like, could be a presenter on Top Gear. That's usually what it is. <laughs> loves cars. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> <laughs> loves wearing his jeans. Loves going out, having a bit of a, a, a an adventure. I used to get things like, sadly, he's a West Ham fan. You know, all yeah. used to get that. So obviously, you're encouraged to have yes. a go at him. I never, I never do that. I just do some stuff about the whatever the pro the product is or whatever the company is. I did a lot of um, financial ones. 
Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you know, during the last, just coming up to the last. Oh, so you did a lot of, of banker jokes. Yeah, a lot of banker jokes. She's great. You can be really horrible to them. I did it's one really once. What you paid to do? Yeah, I was. I did one with Red Rom. It's just me and Red Rom on the bit. Yeah. You know, Red Rom, the, the, the racehorse, yeah. <clears throat> not the other Red Rom. Yeah. Um, uh, and Red Rom the racehorse turned up, and people stood and had their photo took with him. And then I was ready to do like twenty minutes of stand up, but um, they just wanted me to stand and have my photo took with them as well. So me and Red Rom basically had the same <laughs> job of having our photo took with people. Yeah. And I said, "Well, I didn't." They said, "You can do a bit of stand up if you like." <laughs> so I went and did like ten minutes, and it went all right. Yeah. Red Rom didn't didn't do anything. No, <laughs> didn't, didn't even speak. <laughs> Frank yeah. Daryl Brown has just texted in saying, "Could Frank mention he has a girlfriend one more time, please?" Um, now that sounds like a man who maybe doesn't have a girlfriend, or if he has got one, her head's in the fridge. <laughs> now I think uh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's Valentine's weekend, mate. I don't normally mention that much, but you know, it's Valentine's weekend. The love is in the air. Well, isn't it time to turn that girlfriend into a wife? <laughs> <laughs> okay, here comes Frank. the next track. <laughs> Frank Skinner on Absolute Radio. Absolute Radio. And uh, that was Sean Locke's Gone Home. No? Even though people did send in some penultimate jokes. Was there any good one? Um, the penultimate supper. Someone texted in, which I quite like. <laughs> I'd like to have been at the penultimate supper. You'd be a bit aggrieved that you hadn't yeah. been invited to the last one. <laughs> yeah, I'm at the uh, penultimate. Oh, you're at the penultimate. I'm at the last. Oh. <laughs> yeah, you get invited to a wedding. Not the actual thing, but just come, just and come to the party yeah. after. Oh, yeah. I hate it when I get You're those. basically there as sort of atmos. Yeah, you're second wave. You don't oh, you don't ever want to be second wave. No, that's a good joke though. I like I like that joke. Mm. Um by the way, um Absolute Radio have got Premier League football commentaries next season. <laughs> I'll, I'm I'm going to be doing them. Right. <laughs> yeah. No, they're already done. Oh, well, I've heard some of them. Oh, yeah. right. Arsenal lose 2-0 at home in the first game. Who'd have thought that? <laughs> well, Someone can, has scored a goal. I can do those because I went to the football this week, actually. Oh, you did, yes. I, I got that. bought a box. Yes, that's the kind of gifts I get bought what, by my what, friends. What to stand on? What was in it? <laughs> An orange box. No, a friend bought me, a very generous friend, bought me a box for the Arsenal-Liverpool game. That's the, oh. Those are the kind of gifts I expect. Yeah. Thanks for the scrunchie, Frank. <laughs> I'm just saying that that's Lisa, where the bar know, is raised to. Oh, is that a scrunchie? I thought it was your throat. <laughs> <laughs> so you went to Arsenal yeah. versus Liverpool? I did. It was amazing. I took Daisy from the show. She begged. <laughs> Frankly, she did beg. You took Daisy, our associate producer. I did. She, well, I asked you. Tight hair, tight hair. <laughs> I asked you and you said, I'm a lousy neutral. Yes, I am a lousy neutral. I don't like watching teams who I don't care about. And you're a bit jealous of our ground, I reckon, because it is quite nice. Um, anyway. I don't care about so, that. So, the, the box, though, it's oh not my that God. Nice. It must be rubbish ground if... The, the manager has got a restricted view seat. <laughs> <laughs> Every time Arsene Wenger, they say, what do you think of that thing when, when the, your defender broke the legs of three successive opponents? And he goes, well, I could not uh, see from where I was sitting. <laughs> well, well, what kind of seat have you got? He doesn't come out of his technical area. It's not his way. Well, no. so, i tell you what, he, he, I reckon he once got very, very drunk, right? And he fell asleep with his fa- the lower part of his oh. face resting on the top of a pint glass. And consequently, he's got a kind of Fred Flintstone, like that circle around his mouth. Very. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. Anyway, so I saw some celebs next to my box. Oh, you're well, who'd you see? Arsenal. Who'd you see? Well, um, walking up, I saw Gary Barlow. 
with ah, his son. Okay. And he from knocked... Coronation Street. No, from okay. Take That. Okay. And he yeah, knocked rather tentatively on, on the box door, and outside I saw a little plaque, and it said Ian Wright Associates. So the door was opened, <laughs> and someone from Ian I Wright didn't Associates. I know he ran a solicitor. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, someone from Ian Wright Associates opened the door. And the boxes are all quite normal and quite corporate, with sort of office furniture. Yeah. Ian Wright, he sort of pimped his out. It's all kind of like Victoriano and a mahogany table. Oh, fantastic. I thought there'd be like a stuffed animal or something in there. It was unbelievable, yeah. Oh, I'm, lo- wow. I'm loving that. And then on my left, I had Gary Has Barlow. he got fluffy dice hanging from the window? <laughs> I'm guessing. And then on my left was uh, Michael Howard. Do you remember him? The former Conservative oh, leader. The, who's got something of the night something about him. Night, him, exactly. Yeah. Well, he had something That's of the it, night though, about him. Armor. Not, it's not like a football armor. match. It's like a, an audience with. <laughs> you don't get that at West Brom. You get the Dossman. Anyway, thank you very much and uh, good day to you. Absolute Radio.